Hello, everyone, and welcome to Unruling Teaching. My name is Gail. Thank you for joining me in this episode this Sunday, April 25th. With two months to go in the school year, we are almost there. Thank you. And I hope that by the end, uh, we all still feel supported and supportive of one another. And that is, in essence, where I want to take my podcast today. I'd like to talk a little bit about student accommodations and supports that are, I guess, out of the so-called, quote-unquote, ordinary or norms of what we would do for students. So, for example, if I look at accommodations that I would see fairly often, It may be something like in a test, we may take out some of the questions. Uh, We may give the student extra time. We may have a scribe for some students. Some students will use speech to text. Others, we program and they give a test, you know, based on their grade level. And we do all these things to help our students progress and to learn uh, the best way that they know how. So now I'm just going to delve into um, another part of this, I guess the another side that I see. And that's a part where we give accommodations that may seem out of the norm or different than what I've listed before. So before I talk a little bit more about my thoughts, I'll just give a few examples as I did in the first part. So maybe we have a student that we let have snacks uh, that are outside or break times. Maybe we have a student that needs extra physical activity in a room or with another uh, group of students with different with a different teacher. That is normally what, you know, maybe some people would not see as an accommodation. Uh, If we have a student who is very dysregulated or quite disruptive, that student may be able to take some time away from the classroom, go for a walk, go to a different activity, and come back hopefully a little bit more settled. And it's those kinds of things, oh, I'll add to this story. Maybe we have a student who needs, I don't know, supports at their desks more than normal. Maybe they need a fidget, which should probably also go in the first first category. A fidget or some kind of uh, bouncy apparatus, maybe for their feet or to keep their hands busy in order to help them better focus. And I think I'm looking more, when I look more at the second category, I really want to let the teachers know that, that to not doubt themselves and to be confident in the accommodation choices that they have made for their students. Maybe that student is sitting right beside you the whole year and because they need some, again, additional support. Uh, either behaviorally or learning-wise. And I don't want any teacher to 
I think I said this, to feel bad or feel stressed because they are doing things that are different, but that they know are tailored to that student's needs. I think that too often we hear things like, oh, I wouldn't let that happen in my class. Oh, uh, why does that student get to do that? Their behavior doesn't warrant it. Oh, um, that student's really disruptive. Uh, they, you know, or they've done a certain thing, you know, they, why they should, they, why are they not suspended? Why are they not this and that? And I think it comes down to that. That's not always the answer. I think the one that probably irks me the most, to be honest, is the one about they wouldn't do that in my class. And I, I, I guess I will say, first of all, it may or may not be true. Maybe you have them the next year and they've changed. They've matured. Who knows? Maybe something was happening in their home life that prevented them from being fully present at school. I couldn't tell you. But it's not so much a matter of I would not allow that. You're not allowing anything. You're helping that child the teacher is helping that child where they are at in order to get to a better place behaviorally so that they can do some learning. Without behavior, there is no learning. And so I think I'd like all of us as educators is just to really be supportive of your fellow teachers. We need to all be supportive of each other. If a teacher, a fellow teacher has a student, you know, who is dysregulated and is doing, has accommodations that maybe you don't like, but that's what helps them. And that, that's kind of the way it needs to be, you know, um, and be accept, accepting of it and be open to other ways of handling students. Not everything can be dealt with, okay, you're going to miss recess now. In certain cases, they will obviously, they may miss some. But in a lot of cases, when you take away that physical break that some students have, and yes, I'm speaking to elementary probably more at this point with the recesses at least, that you're taking away, that by taking that away, that often leads to actually more behavior after because they have not had a chance to burn off some energy. And I hear, I guess another thing that I hear that is, you know, a little bit challenging for me to hear is that, oh, okay, they've done this. Why aren't you addressing it right away? Why aren't they being punished right away? Now, we all know, you know, in a lot of cases at school, we do have something immediate. But for some of our students who are dysregulated, at that moment when they've done something that is not correct or not acceptable, that is not the time to go into it with them. It is not the time. They are not receptive and their brain chemicals are, are not balanced enough for, you, for us to have a logical conversation. There does need to be some wait time. It's not that I don't think, I think the impression is that we're letting a lot of these students off the hook which is, you know, I can, I can assure at least that that's wouldn't be the case. 
So it's just a matter of being supportive and open-minded and trusting that that teacher knows how to help that student best at that time. Now, granted, they, if they ask you for help, great. Ask for advice, great. You know, and I guess if they ask, you give it. But I would really like that to be kept in mind that when we, especially in, a, in this year with COVID, we are seeing, I think, a lot more students that are coming in stressed and dysregulated and they're tired and they just want all this, you know, to end. They want things, you know, back to what they would see in norm. And it's tough for them. And so to have the same expectations for all, you know, may or may not work, may not work is what I'm actually going to say. So, you know, as you go through the week, that's just something to think about in terms of when you do a, when, you know, the normal things that we would normal that we would do in class and the other accommodations that we may give uh, to help our students First of all, come to school every day and then to learn. If they're not there, they can't learn. And so oftentimes we are, you know, the teachers who have them are very creative and think of things to help that student or the students uh, settle and do the learning in the best way that they can. So I'd love to know your thoughts on this. Please email me at unrulingteaching at gmail.com. Share the podcast. Uh, spread the word. I'd love to hear some more um, discussion about about these topics. And um, let's go with that. So I hope we all have a wonderful Sunday. And again, email me at unrulingteaching at gmail.com. Share the podcast. And I hope you all have a wonderful Sunday. And until the next episode, bye.